0: Timing is important in dancing and pipe or string music, for they are in rhythm only if timing is good. Timing and rhythm are also involved in military arts, shooting bows and guns, and riding horses. In all skills and abilities, there is timing. There is timing in the whole life of a warrior, in his thriving and declining in his harmony and discord
1: take one deep breath
0: and welcome Welcome, welcome, darlings, to Healing House. We're back. <laughs> We're <big. laughs> uh, um, Yeah, welcome back to Healing House podcast. Podcast, I can speak. Podcast. Podcast. Um, and welcome to episode or part two of Miyamoto Musashi, the Book of Five Rings. Techni- Love the part 2 part two
1: i love them love the series
0: deuce i know i always love a good series like when i'm listening to a podcast i'm like oh well i want to know more
1: and more I come back next week i need
0: more details <laughs> yeah exactly come back next week um so yeah well to this week we're going to be getting into the other four books and we left off at after the um the book of earth so, yeah, I'm excited to kind of tap in and, and get deep into the the remaining four books that reside within the book of five rings. So, let's get right into it, Mitchie. Hocus pocus focus business.
1: How you be? Pokies, pokies. Um I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I'm good. Uh just trying to get a even I'm just always, you know, trying to schedule my life just make it um you know have a little bit more of a scheduled flow to it. I just do so much better when that's the case and I'm I like I said in our moon circle, I'm getting away from the the S word. Um so I'm not going to say it. So if Don't even say it. Don't even say um, it. Um so I am really excited tomorrow I start um, I'm doing a little Ayurvedic, uh, cleanse. Right set.
0: <gasps> Ooh.
1: Like, yeah. I'm super excited. So tomorrow it's with a uh, curcuma, um, uh, my friend Rachel and she had a Ayurvedic food truck called curcuma in Austin. And now she sells her, like her cleanses and golden paste. It's the best. She's the best. Um, but I'm doing her, it, the prepare starts tomorrow for like, I think three days and then I'll start the Kitchari cleanse. In, in, like, a group of people, so, you know, other, that's, that always makes me, ins- inspires me to do something if it's in a group.
0: So, what's uh, the Kitchri cleanse?
1: Uh, you just eat Kitchri. Uh, what the hell is Kitchri? It's, like, it's kind of like quinoa. It's, like, mung bean and um, quinoa. And... You, I'm using an InstaPot for my mm. little my mix up, but uh, she her kit comes with all the spices. She basically gives you all the ingredients, and then you make it. So I have a, I'm borrowing an InstaPot from Kiki. Actually, I should just get one. But they're the best. Um, so are air fryers. I am that bitch. Yeah. So I need to get an InstaPot, but I'm gonna do that. Uh, yeah, I have the. You just eat Kitchery for like three days. Wake up at the same time, drink, you know, water, do the tongue scrape, uh, mm. just kind of like do the same pattern for all the days, which is what I want to like, kind of do anyway. So, yeah. Um, so I take yeah. it you're going to be
0: doing like car bombs and like pounding Guinness and taking shots of whiskey tomorrow on St. Patrick's Day.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Giant burp. <laughs> is that's what you mean by prepare for the cleanse. <laughs> is to drink
0: literally the worst, like, combination of alcohols ever. Like, I've never liked St. Patrick's Day. I don't like Guinness. I don't like whiskey. And I don't like green beer. Oh, my God. And I don't like
1: wearing green and orange. I don't like it. I know. Well, orange and green together, yeah, it's horrible. But, yeah, the all green and the green glitter and just, like, getting shit-faced all day long. Another excuse to get shit-faced all day long. But I used to be like super down, super into um, St. Patrick's Day, down and now the I like didn't even realize I didn't even realize it was tomorrow. But um, oh my god, yeah, the amount of times that I've—I mean, definitely, we used to always take the the bus downtown Cleveland, mm-hmm. and I've I've peed my pants <laughs> on the bus downtown Cleveland. I think like three years in a row St. Patty's Day, like woo. Of. <laughs> i just
0: i just remember there was that one time we were coming back from a show was did we go like see the growlers back in the day was that the show we were coming back from
1: we definitely did
0: yeah we were and we were oh, and so we, de- we were on the bump the bus and michelle like again she's like the tiniest little human that you've ever seen but she's like zipped up <laughs> So she's like zipped up in this hoodie, and then she has, a, she has this like hoodie on, and we're all like hammered, and she's like kind of asleep, and then she somehow had a beer, and she's like yeah. drinking a beer with like her little hoodie up and Classic. stuff, and then the bus driver goes,
1: "Who gave that little boy a beer?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I no, yeah the of times I've been shit faced on a bus and. Brought in alcohol illegally on buses is my, like, go-to, I guess. So, yeah, back to the story. So, you guys would, like, hop on the bus. You'd pee your pants ritual for... Teased my pants. Yeah. yeah. For St. Saint Saint Patty's. Patty's Day. Yeah. Blacked Solid. out drunk. Green beer, Kicked out. Like, just kicked out of every bar we went into, pretty much. Of course. Yeah. That's how yeah. you do it. You're yeah. like,
0: it's St. Patty's Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i uh, I'm like
1: throw up green beer everywhere.
0: Yeah, it's tradition. I just remember my friend, um, I'm going to call her double H's, but she had one of those like the only like cool thing about St. Patrick's Day was like the shit she'd show up in and like the wild things that she would tell me the next day. Um, but she would always wear like one of those like green man suits where like your entire face is completely covered in green, mm-hmm. and she would just creep around like Boulder, like in Boulder, like in that fucking thing, getting just like That's shit face. Fun.
1: Yeah, like not. Yeah, we're like you're just non identifiable. Yeah, and I would just get like these weird
0: videos <laughs> like, throughout <laughs> the day of like. Her <laughs> It was, like, this green man, like, doing the weirdest shit, like, stealing beers and, like, fi- you know, like, fighting people. It was so good. It was so good.
1: You're just like, are you okay? Do you need me to go to you? Like, no, she's at her prime right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good.
0: But, yeah, I've I've always been more of, like, a Cinco de Mayo girl or a Fourth of July, like, celebratory,
1: like, drinks, like, kind of deal. Oh, I was all the girls. <laughs> <For any reason. laughs> i was all the girls <laughs> yeah you would have th- <laughs> yeah you would have thought that yeah that i've been celebrating each of those holidays for a year like in my own family tradition or whatever but it was just like any excuse really like any of those things fourth of july oh my god
0: i oh love fourth of it's july i love fourth of july i don't know why halloween halloween fucking it's- awesome Goldmine kind of ruined it for me for like 6 7 years, mm. but I came back out cuz I don't have to sell college Strong. girls slutty costumes anymore.
1: So, you came out stronger. Yeah,
0: I'm thriving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me, hokey pokey Fokey. Um, oh, got a new tarot deck. It is Ooh. like my absolute like favorite.
1: I loved element. This is where you're so you're so spot on with like we're talking about, you know, all the elements things. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I think that's why like
0: it was like called to me in a way. Like I've been looking at this deck for a really long time because we have it at the shop. And I was like, I love this deck. Like it's calling to me and I need to like I need to look at it. And so I was like looking at it and I was like, oh, my God, this imagery. And then I was like going through. The book and, like, the author's, like, translations of each card is so amazing. Um, it is the, um, author, um, Melinda Lee Holm. She's the author of the new deck that I have, which is called the Elemental Power Tarot Deck. Um, and it's fucking awesome. I highly, highly recommend. Like, if you're starting to learn how to read tarot too, because the book is just outlined. Like, it give it has so much symbolism. First of all, in the illustration, so it's it's and that. it's easy to grasp um, as far as that goes. And, but then it also has some new things, like it has the Hebrew alphabet, like the elements and like what they mean, and then like. Um, you know, kind of like sacred geometry and numerology. And then it has like the definitions and then it has the astrology on it too. So it, it has like the meaning, like each card will have like a little circle with like either a number on it, an astrology sign or like a Hebrew uh, letter on it. Mm. And it you can go and look it up to add just a little bit more texture to, to the in depth to your readings. It's so good. And the illustrations are great. But every time I've pulled a card, I'm like, oh, my God, this is what I needed a hair today. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, the universe is just listening to me. Um, <laughs> but today the universe for sure was listening to me because, like, I don't know, I feel like I'm – and this like weird fucking limbo in life right now. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Healing House is I just agree. like it's it's getting up there. You know, like we have momentum and it's like building. Well, first of all, A, I'm like afraid to lose the momentum. Um, And then B, I'm like, well, everything that I'm doing in the interim is like, you know, is this the right thing I need to be doing? And m- the back of my mind and my heart is always like, yes, you are on the right path. You are on the right path. Be fucking content with the path that you're on. You love what you do. Yep. You get to do, like, hang out with super cool people, do what you love, and just, like, enjoy the ride. Like, why do I always need to be anticipating, like, growth and world domination 24/7? It's Cap- Capricorn roots. Um, always. Um, yeah, and it's like no 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 bri bri you just calm down. It's okay. Find pleasure in the pause. Um and so I pulled the ace of coins which like in my brain I translate um into ace of pentacles, obs. Mm-hmm. Um of course. And I love the author's like definition. I kind of like took bits and pieces of it and kind of created like my my own interpretation of it and So what I got from this specific card, and I was just like, oh, thank you for this message. This energy is not a golden ticket. It does not promise pennies from the heaven overnight. Consider this as a golden seed that you can plant. And with work, it can grow into anything you desire.
1: This takes devotion and patience. Hello, the seed that we planted in our meditation at the new moon? I know, right? Isn't that wild? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Uh-huh. I love it. I know. I know, me too. I was like,
0: dude, this is awesome. But yeah, so so shout out to fucking Melinda Holm. Like, girl, keep doing what you do
1: because it's dope as fuck. Dude, cool. I want to get that love deck. Love that deck. It's great. You could get 40% off of it right now. On- I'm going to do that because I'm... I'm super inspired by the element, like an elemental deck, or like doing breaking up our deck, uh, which we will, we are creating the Healing House um, Mm -hmm. Healing House podcast tarot deck. And also, um, like we said, it's like we have all these ideas and everything we want, you know, to grow. And, you know, we're planting the seeds and, sometimes i'm like oh i don't want to speak too soon but like if i talk about it i think it's a you know it's just encouraging the seed to grow so for sure stay tuned too because we're gonna do um course we're gonna do some sort of course on tarot so where you can yeah purchase uh purchase a class and and take it with us Woo while we reveal the cards of the deck that are being created yeah it'll be super cool look out for that in
0: late 2021 or 2022 um it's super exciting to develop that type of content um but yeah speaking of cards before we get to the nitty grits the grits um fun fact so when i was a kid and i had grits for the first time I had no idea what the fuck they were. I was just at my girlfriend's house and her mom made them and she's like, they were like, girl, you never had grits before. And I was like, no, dude, like I'm Mexican. We don't do grits. And they cooked up some grits for us. And then my friend Stephanie was like, you're going to love it. Just sit down and eat it and you get it. And it looks like porridge
1: in a way like oatmeal or some shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I was like, "Okay," And they were like kind of telling me what it was. I was like, sweet. And I just put ketchup all over it. (laughs) (laughs) You should have seen their faces. They were like,
1: oh. They were like, um
0: God. (laughs) They were just like, what is this bitch doing? Somebody stop her.
1: You're like, oh, this is delicious. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And and then I pretended to like it. I was like,
1: mmm. You're like, I've been eating it ever since. (laughs) no that's that's disgusting I hate ketchup (laughs) yeah I know literally she'll like barf
0: if it's like in her like close vicinity oh I can't look at it I
1: can't look at the cap get the cap away get the cap out of here get the cap out of here let's choose a card okay I'm ready so open up your heart and your mind babies and receive
0: the power of the deer. You know the cards don't
1: lie And I'm starting to feel it's right All the attraction, the tension Don't you see, baby, this is perfection Card time Choose a card Thrive Bitches say what Thrive, 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 thrive Thrive I really like the image on this one too It's like a girl with the one eyeball
0: <laughs> I mean you gotta be Really trying to thrive if you only have one eyeball <laughs>
1: Thriving with one eye Let's see What do you say Daily? I literally
0: look for that deck Like monthly and I can never find it Anywhere for sale You have the only one. I have the only
1: one. What you focus on magnifies. As you move and direct your energy into a healthy, unquestioning current, one which foundations are based on surrendering and trusting that every moment is here to teach you something, to help you crack through the cage that has kept you bound, you will flourish and grow into your most authentic self. Thrive. I love it. Me
0: too, and that's like super rally for part two.
1: Um, Totally. So, and I'm sure we all, yeah. I mean, everyone. I mean, what you focus on magnifies. I feel like I think that all, you know, what we focus on grows. When
0: we hocus pocus focus on
1: grizzos,
0: until the magic happens. Let the magic happen. Um. Sweet. Well, let's get ready and, and dive right in. We'll pick up exactly where we left off, right? So get ready for part two, the book of five rings mm. or the book of four, rather, <laughs> <laughs> because we already did we already the did. last one. Um, so where we last left off, right? We, we talked a little bit about like what a samurai is, what they do, who they fuck with. They vibe, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about our, our boy Miyamoto Musashi, right? the greatest samurai that the empire has ever seen. And then again, not only was he a samurai warrior, he was mainly known for uh, his philosophy. So he was a philosopher. And what I really loved about him is that he kind of took the status quo of what was expected of you as a samurai, like, how you train, like, what you study, and most importantly, how you study it. And he kind of, like, gave the game a little bit more spice and a little bit more depth, rather than kind of, like, this um, more, like, dogmatic approach that hasn't been bent in, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. So, The Book of Water... Right, this chapter describes Musashi's style, right? so the Nichiru, or the two heavens, one style. It describes some basic techniques and fundamental principles. The Book of Water talks about the art of being flexible and going with the flow. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> We're in Pisces season two. The Water Book concerns strategy, spirituality, and philosophy. Water is one of the most adaptable elements on this planet. Whatever natural setting you find water in, it can adapt. Seeing the most efficient path through. This current, you know, think like currents, um, tides, etc. Streams, you know, like or even like when a beaver takes over a dam, right? Like it makes a dam, like it completely shifts the way that the water is flowing and like you don't hear the water like complain bitch or moan or like pause for a second like it just goes with the flow it just like shifts yeah. you know mm-hmm. which is something that's very 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 hard for me to do like it's hard for me to be like okay i'm going down this path and then ah! nope just kidding we're gonna fuck your shit all up and you're gonna have to go left and, uh, and i'll immediately start to freak the fuck out if i have to go left
1: you know what right. i mean I, right i love the like analogy of it though like going a different way it's like of course in the beginning that would feel like you know the resistance of that would feel like rocky it would be hard to like build a new pathway or canal or something but at like water carves you know stone smooth like it can like at such a you know a slow speed maybe but with such yeah. a force
0: yeah you know. i love that analogy too water carves stone smooth I and mean, because right. that's what it really does is it it softens those edges Musashi being Buddhist, most of what is written in the section concerning spirituality refers to principles of things like calmness, which Michelle's dogs are barking in the background, so we're really trying this right now, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. tranquility, and spiritual balance, right? Those things are all very hard for me. Mm -hmm. I am a hot-tempered woman. (laughs) <laughs> like, like, I am like I think I'm like Earth and then Fire. Water is like at the very end of like elements that I
1: we're we're a really good blend though I think.
0: Oh yeah, because you're the opposite for me,
1: like water you're and air yeah,
0: here. yep, water and air and like those Spacey two basket case. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't
0: mean it like that, but like you know what I mean. Like you oh, were totally. just like I wish I had. For example, Michelle can poop anywhere. Anyway. I can't. I <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love how this I- is your,
1: For example. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm just saying, you have to be really relaxed. Like you gotta yeah. be chill and like going with a fucking flow. Yeah.
1: Because you know that? Yeah.
0: I could like I literally I cannot shit anywhere except for like my house, the studio,
1: and where I work. Other
0: than that, it, no See, way. See, I have the
1: cat. Yeah, I'm able to take myself somewhere else. You know, crowded parking lot, no big deal. Like, <laughs> check side of the highway, not a problem.
0: Oh my god, so good. Um, but yeah. So um, but that's the thing is that like, and my husband Dan is like Michelle you know he's been through so much trauma in his life that he has no like things and decisions and his physical placement in the world has been you know taken out of his control so many times that he is forced to adapt to like every situation and go with the flow and like Mm -hmm. he's always just like so calm and like whatever you know and and michelle yeah and you're like that too michelle like I, I, for example, I'll go to a restaurant and if we aren't seated in 15 minutes, like all I can look at is the fucking hostess and who she's sit- seating. <laughs> why someone like Michelle would just be enjoying the moment with her friends and her husband. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, Depending. what's going on with this bitch? What's happening? What's going on? Like, <laughs> you know, like I'm really working on trying to bring that type of ease and fluidity into my life. It's hard. Mm-hmm. That's very hard for me. Um, a person should master aspects of life, allowing them to possess both balance and flexibility. So, like, I've thought a lot about that one. You know, like, balance and flexibility. For me, balance is more like boundaries. But being able to kind of, like, move the line a little bit when necessary but still holding the boundaries that are most valuable and most important to you in line. Right, like be flexible enough, but. Yeah, but you um... know, be sure that you're not throwing yourself out of fucking whack for something. <laughs> right, and kind of what I gathered in another little micro definition that I like conjured up in my heart the other day is that this means that us as humans should be adaptable mm-hmm. to the world and then events that come into our – and to any events that come into our life. That's where you take control. Rather than trying to change something as mighty as the stream, adapt to it. Grow, nourish, and go with the flow to keep you in the correct mindset. I
1: Dr- love that. Yeah,
0: does that make sense? That's like, yeah. Um. However, the landing theme in the Book of Water is never overuse one's weapon. This would reveal your spirituality to the enemy, right? The idea that a per, uh, perfectly balanced spirit is also a perfectly balanced physical presence and neither creates weakness nor reveals your enemy, right? And I think... Uh, to just kind of like how that feels for me is that like um I I can take this kind of like I can go back and think of either you know I'll just be vague it's either Dan or I is like one of our bosses from the past um you know you walk into work And you're just like so fucking heated like you're exposing to everybody like the things that press your buttons, the things that like, you know, through your temperament, through your passiveness, Mm -hmm. you know, like you are wearing your colors out and therefore people know the things that trigger you. Right. Like if you're trying to keep like your warrior face on your poker face, right, it's it's Zen all the way, you know, just like chilling. And not exposing yourself and just being adaptable. You know, it keeps it, it keeps people on their toes with you. You know what I mean? But then you're also this grounded energy that to keep the other energies around you in flow and emotion. I
1: don't know. Rooted. 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 But also able, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um as a warrior, you must know to adjust your spiritual balance according to what's around you. That's kind of, again, like, what Musashi was talking about, how you shouldn't, like, always practice with, like, your favorite sword, you know? And I try to take that into mind, too, because, like, I always practice with, like, blocks They're my absolute favorite things to practice Mm. with, but I have to be able to learn how to practice without them because sometimes too, like when I first started yoga and I would go and do drills in the grass, I was like, oh my God, this feels so weird. I'm not at the studio. I couldn't do certain poses unless I was in the studio, right? But I'm, I'm starting to do them like on the cement, in the grass, like on rocks, like just really trying Mm. to really amplify like my balance and and, and adapt to any situation
1: yeah like yeah just becoming adaptable I try to do that with like my like becoming adaptable with like even just like how my day goes you know like instead Mm -hmm. of having this like specific and we've talked about this before definitely just like having a really specific idea of like how you think your day should go yeah and then if it doesn't go that way or like if the steps aren't in order the way you thought they were or you know I was going to, you know, do a recording outside and my neighbor's dogs were barking the whole time. And it's like, you know, instead of like getting super worked up about it, it's like, you know, coming up with a, a more adaptable plan. That's yeah. Like, I oh, guess, I have to do it inside. <laughs>
0: absolutely. Yeah. I guess I'll just have to do it in my own beautiful space. Right. Which like setting
1: up a space.
0: It's so hard for me. So hard for me. I'm so stubborn. I have this like idea. And if I can't do it the exact way that I want to do it, I get pissed. Yeah. And it shouldn't – that should not happen. Like, adaptivity is what I'm really working for. So yeah. I really paid attention but, in the Book of Water.
1: <laughs> uh, I let the – for our new moon circle that we had on Saturday, we had – our ritual was kind of like an intention and in the element situation, and for water, it was the the statement we, like, journaled after water, and it was, I wonder – perhaps, what if, or I am open to, and yeah, that kind of is going off. this. like, what, like perhaps, you know, perhaps what if I was just like, perhaps what if I didn't react poorly when things didn't go exactly how I thought they were, you know, perhaps what if I, you know, was just gentle with myself or, you know, I wonder what it would be like if I, you know, set up my camera inside and made my house look really nice and little candle and did my video anyway instead of, you know, canceling all the plans because I couldn't do it outside. Yeah. I, that's the question water will ask you. I, you know, what if? What, yeah. What if, am I open to something else?
0: Yeah. And we should be because, you know, like We're not in control of a lot of things most of the time. And I think COVID was a phenomenal reality check for that. It made me pause. It made me realize, like, you can't do anything about this. So you're going to have to fucking adapt. And it was an eye opener for me. And it was like, I think, the first time in my life where I was catching my behavior and editing it. You know. Um, and I think that's what freaked a lot of us out about COVID is because of that. We had no choice but to adapt. We had to adapt to wearing masks. We had to adapt to social distancing. We had to adapt to restrictions. And it, I mean, none of us liked it, but we, to do what it is that you want to do and accomplish, we had to adapt.
1: right And I still, I feel the effects of it now. Even it's like crazy. For anyone out there who's like, God, I, you know, is this, you know, people are, you know, like we're talking about it like it was a thing and it very much still like it, you know. It is. You know, we, It is yeah. a thing. There's been a, a lot, a few times this week, even today where I'm like, God, I, it's, I look back on some of like my thoughts I had in the early beginning and I'm almost, I almost like, it's almost, la- some of them I'm like, oh my gosh, I was. You know, I, there was so much like you know, like oh, I, it, they got me. You know, like I was really afraid of certain things, or you know, doing crazy shit, or and like you know, still like I'm, you know, it's good to be safe and careful and yeah, all that. Um, but like looking back on it now, a whole year later, you know where. It's like, oh, you see him, you know, funny memes like, oh, you know, in two months, you know, and we can travel again. And it's like, ha you know, now that so much time has gone by. Mm-hmm. It's like crazy to see the like effects of it still. Like there's no I you know, like my this whole all this work that I'm trying to do around like, oh, like, you know, scheduling and the ritual is like because I'm like lit like because I'm so fucked up and uprooted from the whole like what the reality of my life is what the reality of other people's lives are like what the reality of the world is yeah i'm just like how like if you're if like i mean if you're not feeling that way i mean like fucking shit let me know what you're doing um but (laughs) if if you are like yeah (laughs) Yeah, if you are feeling super uprooted and like on like i mean yeah of course you know of course we all are so like this is a really good time to like learn these things and set intentions and think about the elements and think about how you can get in the flow of some sort of cycle and some sort of normalcy and some sort of, you know, whatever, whatever it looks like for you. Good. Yeah. Let's do it.
0: Hit us up, please. Instagram at healing house podcast. (laughs) Um, in regards to stance, you must be ready to adapt at all times. So like your physical stance, to do this, you must stand like this. Have your head erect, never looking down or looking up, twisted or to the side. Right? So, I love <laughs> I'm that. I'm it right now. <laughs> yep. Michelle has her warrior stance on right yeah. now. All of a sudden, she grew like eight feet. Um, yeah. But that's what happens is, like, I love that he talked about this because I talk about it in yoga all the time. What Musashi basically is saying is find neutral anatomical alignment in your body. So your spine, right, again, it's connected to the skull, but it goes all the way down to the tailbone, but it's like the central system for all your other big bones that house like your your vital organs and things like that. And I call your spines your energetic lightning rods, right, is because What we we talked about this in the chakra series, but you have these things on your spine, like your energetic spine. So there's the physical spine, which has electricity in it, which makes total sense. And what happens when you have like a a kink in a hose, or like a blockage or a knot in like a cord is that, ener the energy can't flow fluidly, right? And that energy is going to wear, the noodle, the noggin, the brisane, right? So. Finding that neutral anatomical stance is going to help energy, A, in the chakra system because the seven main chakras, um, you have hundreds of them, but the seven main chakras that we a lot of us know, um, if you don't go back and listen to the chakra episode, or maybe don't because of the audio, whatever, <laughs> go back and listen to it. Someday um, we'll redo it. Someday we'll redo it, uh, like all the other great podcasts, um, but... So... Well, so the seven chakras rest with, along the spinal cord, and so do the nadis, right? So those are the highways in which the energies from the chakras travel along to help build energy into each chakra and keep the chakra wheels spinning. So that way your shit stays in check. Like, so I just think it's brilliant how he prioritizes stance and like spinal health. Because again, like Confucianism, Zen, Buddhism is are all ingredients for samurai culture and I just love how he understands that it's not just energetic, it's it's a physical and energetic combined, right? So it helps energy flow through the spine. Mm-hmm. Um I just thought that, that was that was a big aha for
1: me where it's like, whoa It's all connected. It's all connected <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh so good. I feel like Matthew McConaughey at like Or no, more like a Bill and Ted, actually.
1: (laughs) Mm. Oh my god,
0: did you hear that Matthew McConaughey might run for governor in Texas? Oh, wow. I would so vote for him and sleep with him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll do both. I'll do both. (laughs) Anyways, um,
0: off of Matthew McConaughey. Get him in there. Uh, Off of Matthew McConaughey, even though talking for a while back to the books the book of fire and so the book of fire chapter refers to the heat of the battle and discusses matters such as different types of timing uh which is interesting because you know like when you're heated and you're in the moment it's really oh michelle's stripping it's really hard (laughs) she's heated everybody (laughs) um but uh, it's really hard to like you know, you know to focus and pay attention. So learning how to to master timing and and the heat is is super super um lucrative for a strategy. Right, so it's about fighting methods and strategy using the physical body. Here Musashi talks about the use of the situation, assessments, tools, armor, skill, and technique with the weapons that you have and that you use. Location is everything. You must be in place uh, where a man-made object, such as a building, tower, a castle, and such do not obstruct your view. So something that isn't going to, like, be within your view. So as you're kind of, like, gazing down upon something, what, like, perception in the view you set up for yourself is everything, right? Which makes sense, you know? Like, if you think about philosophically, you know, when you're sitting back and you're thinking about, okay, how do I observe this picture? Like, you know, for example, like, if I'm having... Uh, a situation with Dan, you know, like I'm we, we aren't seeing eye to eye and it's because like I'm at work and I'm burnt out and I'm when he's talking, I'm not even paying attention or something. But rather than positioning myself into a place of burnout to have that type of communication, I should place myself in a position of rest, of, mm-hmm. you know, rechargement and refuel before I have that conversation so I can see clearly what I'm getting ready to walk into. Does yep. that make sense? As well as facing or standing in a position where the sun or moon does not affect your vision. Right? So what are the little things that are getting in your way of like seeing clearly of everything that's going on?
1: This is purely... Your perspective.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This is purely so that your vision is focused on nothing but the enemy and thus, they are more concentrated upon the enemy's uh, stance. Musashi also notes, right, the age of old strategy of high ground. And I have the high ground definition here because I was like, what the fuck is high ground? High ground is an area of elevated terrain which can be used in combat. Boom. That's higher ground. Yeah. Uh- you- Oh. (laughs) Oh. And, like, you know, when we're talking about enemy and combat, like, you don't have to necessarily think about, like, who's my enemy? Like, that fucking bitch. But, like, you know, what are your demons? Like, that's still an enemy, you know? Like, what are the challenges
1: that you're facing, you know? That's just your inner, inner little demons. Yeah.
0: Just language has evolved over time to adapt to that rather than your enemy and like things like combat and strategy and shit like that. Your uh, enemy always needs to be at a disadvantage and you do this by the power or perspective. Right. What can you see that they're not seeing? Does that make sense? Mm hmm. Forcing yourself into a non-dominant side of a trooper is one way because the left side is difficult for the right-handed soldier. Other disadvantages, such as forcing enemies into footholds, swamps, ditches, and other difficult terrain, force the enemy to be uncertain about the situation, which causes fear, right? A demon of focus and of the heart. To do this, you will need to defeat your opponent. Right. So what he's talking about is is moving people out of a perspective to see clearly in order to win, if that makes sense. And the Book of Fire. Okay, so the first so Book of Water and Book of Earth are Musashi's most dense books. Right. So there's just a little bit more like data and emphasis and more takeaways from those ones as we get into the Book of Water. And to the book of wind and to the book of void, or excuse me, the book of fire and the book of wind and the book of void, um, it starts to get cleaner, clearer, and just a little bit more upfront. Again, because most of his techniques are mentioned within the book of earth and then the book of water. So we've made our way to the book of wind. Right, mean, this chapter is something of a pun since the Japanese character can mean both wind and style. <laughs> Example of martial arts. It's discussed what Musashi considers to be the fallings of various contemporary schools in sword fighting. Right, so the I to me, like when I was reading the Book of Wind, I was like, Oh, this is like you are kind of like For me, what I saw was, like, oh, okay, we do this this way, but then other people do this another way. The best way I could put it into perspective is, like, there's the core power way to teach yoga, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you're, like, this is the only way you can teach yoga, you're immediately at a disadvantage, right? Because you are—think, like, you know, I'm trying to think the high priestess— Right. You want all the knowledge. Right. You don't want to restrict yourself to just understanding and knowing only one type, because then like going back to the book of water, you know, don't get too familiar. Don't only practice with one sword. You know, don't only use your favorite. Right. You need to be able to understand all types of yoga, you know, and for a really long time, like especially when I first started teaching, I was like, this is the only way to teach yoga. I mean, and it's just one way to even just teach one style of yoga, you know. Right. And so teaching, like, the Healing House Restore Sessions is a really, really big, like, learning curve for me because I am a power vinyasa, like, a, like yogi through and through. I love Ashtanga too, but that also too is kind of like a roided up style of yoga that's very, very gnarly. Um, and so it's like... I'm trying to be a little bit more diverse and take in like with different teachers and things like that. So again, the book of water and the book of fire um, and the book of earth cover the meat and potatoes of Musashi's philosophy, right? The book of the wind, right, is about understanding your own way in order to completely understand your opponent's way um, as precisely as possible. What this book brings to the surface is my interpretation of Svedyaya, which, Michelle, you're going to learn about Svedyaya. So Svedyaya, friends, means um, like continuing education in Sanskrit. And it's a part of Patanjali's eight-limb path, specifically the branch of the namas and the niyamas, which, in the way, is kind of like if I were to compare it to a Western um, To Western culture, it would be like the Ten Commandments, kind of, you know, like Svedyaya means self-study. So that means that you are always learning. You are always a student. You're open to learning new things because with knowledge comes power, right? And Musashi was a big, big, big prior of that. Always lean in and be a student. Learn every way to execute your medium style of fighting is what they talk about in the book but for me that's like whatever it is that your medium is whether you be in like you know real estate finances or you're an Uh, artist or a yoga teacher like you know learn learn about different things because you never know what you can pull in and take in to make you a better warrior and a better craftsman
1: right you know yeah like pick Uh, up as much as you can along the way because it might You know, something that doesn't make too much sense at one point, even if you're just like, why am I interested in this or why do I want to learn about it? Then like it might make more sense later in a grand, you know, the bigger picture.
0: And then if you go back to the Book of Fire, positioning yourself in a, a place higher than your opponent, right? So if you have knowledge of all these different things, think about the type of position that you could really place yourself within you know, mm-hmm. within whatever it is that you are trying to to reach, whatever goals you're trying to attain in your life. Musashi says that when you practice the fighting techniques of only your own school and never of any others, it creates ignorance and ego. These two traits get in the way of your path. Which is true, because then you're like, nope, my way is the only way. I'm the hot, like, then it completely blocks your throat chakra. You don't learn how to communicate, how to understand other people for, and, and, and it doesn't improve your communication and articulation with other people as well. You know, there was, like, actually my, like, old boss, she was like, oh, I'll never practice there, I'll never practice there, I'll never, like, core power is the only way, and I'm like, Oh, I kind of like that. Or, like, I always liked the teachers that were, like, one of my biggest teachers, my biggest yoga teachers and inspirations is Sarah Bonsall. Her name is Shakti Bird on Instagram, but she's been nothing but, like, a supporter, a friend, a teacher, a confidant to me. Um you know, I always loved her class because it was so outside the box, like just so not core power that, but so smart at the same time and so her own and so authentic. Like I was just like the, the techniques that she taught me when she was there, like I still continue to this day and I still continue her teachings like, you know, through everything. And she's just always been an inspiration. I think like if I were to think like that, would I have gained all of the knowledge and the skills that I have right now if I was like blocked out Sarah's teachings because it wasn't the core power technique you know right
1: yeah and I think that's I think I love that you said like you know because she was so authentic I feel like that's such a huge like huge missing link. like mi- like either it's such you know it's a missing link for some but it's when you You, you, you can just feel it. It's like when it's like separate, you know, it's the difference between going to a class and loving it or going to a class and just being like, meh, whatever. It's like if that teacher was just so authentically themselves and they weren't, you know, like just, you know, un you know, not super obvious or anything, but like just saying things that they've heard, you know, someone else say kind of word for word or just like kind of repeating a class that they were once in. It's like, you can tell the difference. I think when someone's just so authentically themselves it's like oh this is why i'm like
0: 100 so percent like when i was a manager and i'd take people's class and i'd hear that shit i'd be like why are you saying tuned as cues like why are like like people they're like well i just know people really like her and i'm like people are here to take your class if they wanted to take tune this class guess what they have an opportunity to take tuna's class and sign up like they want to hear your philosophy Like they want to hear your words, like quit holding the fuck back and sounding like a robot and doing shit that isn't you because it's going to do nothing but hold you back. The moment you are authentic, the moment you are vulnerable, the moment you are yourself, people fall in love. And like like today, for instance, I taught I fucked up like eight times in my three forty five and people walked out and they were like, that was amazing. And it's because you're just your fucking self.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: You know, like, you're just, like, who you are and, like, talk about, like, your shit. You know what I mean? So,
1: you know. People can sense. Yeah. Pe- that's the thing.
0: First People game. can sense it. People can feel the food. People can feel the truth. People can feel the truth. And yeah. it's great, too, Mitchie, for you to know that, too, like, going into being an instructor, you know, going in on your teacher training journey. You know, just, like, when you are teaching, when you're practicing, like, let it be you. Let it be real. Um, And no self-deprecating, all of you, especially, like, all the yoga teachers out there. I hate hearing how you're like, oh, my God, that sucked. Or, like, I'll be in class and be like, oh, I'm sorry, that was stupid. I'm like, don't say that. Like, just go. They don't give a shit. Like, the moment you draw attention to it, like, is the moment people notice that crap. But anyways, I don't know how we got on this tangent. Back to the book. Um, without basic understanding of these... Oh, we got into the book because we were talking about broadening your horizons. The basic understanding of these alternative techniques, right? You uh, you will not be able to learn the Nietzsche way. Uh, probably for reasons of finding the wrongs in others' techniques. Which is exactly what I was saying before. So, again, the Nietzsche way is Musashi school. Right, he trains them to go out and check out all the other clans, all the other schools, see what they're doing, like get to know what they're doing. It puts you at an advantage too, because then you really understand. And you know your fucking opponent. Right, you know what I mean. <clears throat> yeah,
1: see what they're doing.
0: Yeah, again, this is a really, uh, the the book of the book of wind is really really great for business. Like, if you're starting a business and you're you know like trying to figure out, oh, what are other people doing? Like, really get in line, know your opponent, know your competition, and and go for it. Um, What separates the Ichi school from other schools is that others do not train in a broad perspective or strategy, only the power of their own. So that was, like, what set him apart as a teacher, as, you know, a master (coughs) and a leader of his school, is that other schools did it you did not explore any other techniques except for your own schools like as a samurai. So he's again like breaking the mold, tearing down boundaries, not settling the, for the status quo. And is like, "No, like I've actually found that I'm a stronger warrior when I know other people's techniques." Yeah. Makes sense, right? Next, The Book of the Void, aka The Book of Nothing is what it's called and honestly like it's a very short chapter like I was like that's it like when I was like re- I was like it's all over it's um, like the book of
1: the void and then it just says nothing just, like, figure it out
0: you Yeah, figure you, it out. you just figure it out, you figure it uh, out. <laughs> yeah and it's funny because I was like doing research I was like well maybe I'm missing something because I'm an idiot and so <laughs> when I was doing research on it I was like oh no it, it there's really not a lot <laughs> I think I hit it <laughs> So, the Book of the Void chapter is a short epilogue uh, describing, in more esoteric terms, Musashi's probability uh, Zen-influenced thoughts on uh, the consciousness and the correct mindset. The Book of Void deals with matters on which we cannot perceive with the physical tools we have in our bodies like if you think like the five senses like so there are things that we can't perceive with our eyes our nose our mouth our ears or any other way like touch any way that we as humans take in data and information right so this is the unknown so if you go back and you think about like sixth and seventh chakra right Mm -hmm. so you know like you you have to look past your physical senses and attributes and really, really lean in to, to trust, to understanding of the higher powers that surround yourself. Um, by knowing things that exist, you can know which does not exist. Leave that up for interpretation, but that's like a mic drop of his where that one gets me wondering, right? So by knowing the things that exist, you can know that which does not exist, right? It's like knowing in your own world and in your own experiences, the things that are real, it helps you decipher the lies that a lot of us get fed all the time. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, think about like, uh, yeah, I really like the like, my teacher says this Everest Asher. It's like if it doesn't, if it doesn't feel good, it's probably not true. And it's like, yeah, if imagine like, because you, you create, you know, what I'm saying like we are creating the, our perceptions, our realities with our thoughts. So it's like if you can think of that in a way like thought wise, Um, if I'm thinking something that is making me feel, you know insecure fearful we're like that that's not true that's not the reality of the situation right it's probably some story that you've made up built you know built up if that's not true and then like maybe not the opposite is but you know what what is true that you can be sure of you know it's like that's what for sure like feeling into your space like i'm definitely in a house i'm definitely safe the sun is definitely still shining
0: (laughs) Yeah, like what I'm feeling is temporary or what I'm feeling is an an effect of, you know, the circumstance and I will make it through it or something like that.
1: Right and like recognizing that what you're feeling is what you're feeling or what you're thinking and your thoughts and your feelings aren't aren't you.
0: Yeah, and it's not
1: necessary
0: necessarily reality. And again, going back to like sixth and seventh chakra you know, seeing clearly, like sixth chakra, you know, like I have the right to see clearly, you know, and right. that is like not just physically seeing, but seeing beyond what you can't see. And then seventh, you know, like I have the right to believe, like the right to trust, like, you know, just kind of what you were saying about that one example of, You know, like, oh, the reality is, is I am safe, I am here in my house, and I trust. I know that this, like, I'm freaking out about this right now, but I know and I trust that this is going to happen because data says it will, you know, or like. Right. But, but yeah, so the Book of the Void is, like, basically, I don't want to say, like, nothing. I mean, I think that might be just something that is brought up in, you know, from... From when the book was, like, written and, and, and then that culture and then that style of, of language, maybe. But for me, it's the, vo- the book of unknown. Right. I think of Game of... Did you ever watch Game of Thrones? Mm. No. Uh, I was going to say, for all you Game of Thrones nerds, like, think about Arya when she goes... Um, when she goes to... God, what is it? Uh... Uh-uh pentos when she goes to pentos and she's on that island and she's in the house of faces and she's training to be like her crazy like assassin self like think about that you know like a girl knows nothing a girl is nothing you know Mm -hmm. um also if you read the books like it goes super deep into her training and it's sick as fuck um so check that out um but yeah my friend that's it that's the end of the end of the books
1: thank you how cool
0: I know right
1: good lessons in each of those
0: I went oh so Dan and I I was like how did I even like think about Miyamoto Musashi so Dan and I started watching like the samurai thing on Netflix we watched the first episode because I was like fuck what do I do Michelle just did Baba Yaga I have like a day to figure out like what I'm gonna do, and I always have like so many ideas, but then also like zero, but then also a million, but then right. zero.
1: You, I'm and... like I have so many things, but
0: <laughs> but not for t- not for this week,
1: not for this like, week. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. Um, so I was like sitting there watching it, and I was like, even as I was watching, I was thinking about what I was gonna do, and I was like, <gasps> Miyamoto Musashi. I oh. was like, boom, like he's somebody that we like, it is rooted in this, like, ancient wisdom and philosophy. However, he is the most, like, unknown philosopher, but he's so fucking great. Like, he, if you are somebody, like, please read the Book of Five Rings. Like, if you are somebody who you're starting a business, you know, like, you're trying to achieve certain goals or go down a new path, like, his work is fucking brilliant, and I feel like it isn't, like, used enough you know like i i don't think he's getting really enough credit for like like what like you should hear my students because we're i'm going through the books in each class we're teaching each book like this week it's the book of earth and people came out and they're like holy shit who is this guy and i'm like yeah i know right and so it's just – it's really, really great knowledge. Share it with your friends. Share it with, you know, the people that you know could could benefit from it and just, like, need a little bit more organization or just, like, hey, dude, you got everything that it takes. This is how you, like, organize it, you know? Right. Like,
1: oh, my God. That is so me right now.
0: It's me all the time, dude. Send me all the tools, help me. <laughs> I know.
1: Like, well, yeah, it's, like, I have all – it's, like, I – I have the perfect like recipe, right? I have all the ingredients. I have I actually have all the tools. Like I've spent years like gathering them and it's like, all right. And then there's like this like book of her directions and I'm just like, fuck you. <laughs> you just like, like try to tear it by the spine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need that. Like I'm <clears throat> doing like I have all this stuff at work and then I'm just I'm just like blindly, you know, making this you know, cake or whatever this thing of life is. And it's like, uh, like every time I like, it's like I just spew it out in like fear and impatience. And like, you know, it's like I'm halfway, sometimes, you know, better than not using the, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I hope this is making sense. But like, you know, you just like spew it all together and like, uh, and then it's like, oh, that kind of worked out. It's like kind of mediocre, you know. You
0: know, you could have just followed the directions. Yeah, why It's
1: <laughs> like take your time and take step one you just like totally blew past step you blew past
0: the step first step. five steps
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean baking
0: is a great i think analogy because so first of all i well i've gotten better But I am – remember, were you there that day where I made a blueberry pie at Emily's and then it looked beautiful and then everybody spit it out because I accidentally (laughs) – I got – yeah, you did (laughs) salt. So I made this beautiful – blueberry pie like you took it out and you're like god damn that needs to be on some great British baking show shit and we cut into it (laughs) I was like oh my god I can't wait to eat my pie and we were high as fuck first of all when we were making it we had a bunch of people over And I've served this – I serve everybody, like, a piece of pie, and I was so proud. I was like, here's my piece of pie. And then I was like, okay, everybody eat it. And then everybody took a bite and then immediately shot it out of their mouth because I realized that I accidentally used salt for the – for sugar. So, like – the measurements for the sugar, was, I used salt instead.
1: <laughs> it was just the saltiest pie ever.
0: It was disgusting
1: and terrible, so
0: I've been scarred. But that just goes to show, like, baking is one of those things. Like, follow the way. Follow the directions. Like, And yeah. it's always so simpler than what you think, you know?
1: Yeah, you can't just do whatever.
0: You can't just put salt in place of sugar. No. <laughs> Don't do that, please. Don't do it. Just don't. Um. So excited for like our new Patreon base, right? So this week we had Hannah and Moira, Moira. and I'm uh, missing one. Oh, we forgot to give shout out to Fanny. Fanny, what up? Boo? Um, join the Patreon. Thank you all so much. We're so excited to to move with you, um, to do a lot of the powerful work that Michelle always has planned. That our moon circles. Um, sign up for the coven thirteen thirty three a month gets you uh admission to our moon circles, our full moon yoga nights, uh weekly virtual yoga class. Which girl thirteen percent off merch, thirteen percent off of services with uh at seeds and roots, aka Mitch bitch, and then thirteen yep. percent uh off of tarot readings with me or any t- style of private yoga sessions. Um, so good and tell a friend again if you like we get it like you know we've all been there man like if if you're like balling on a budget tight everything is tight tell a friend tell a friend about the podcast have them listen to it have them subscribe leave a review on apple spotify wherever you listen
1: to your podcast let's yeah. get behind supporting people's work um yeah. DM us if you or email us if you want to come to a moon circle. Try it before you buy it.
0: Yeah. Try it before you buy it, bitch. Yeah. Just holler at us. Just uh, be brave th- and
1: ask. Yeah. Just say you want. Say you want to try it.
0: Yeah. We got you, dude. Like, we've been there before, too, where you want to try something. You're like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of nervous or intimidated or scared or, like, you know, is this going to be stupid or something like that. Um, Please, like, email us Uh. At G- uh, healinghousepodcast at gmail.com or just Instagram message us at healinghousepodcast. We also have a TikTok now. We
1: got the TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: So follow us on TikTok at what is it, Michelle?
1: At healinghousepodcast. I don't know. That's it. It's just at healinghousepodcast. I'll. I posted one thing today. It was really hard. I don't. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I posted something that someone else made, and that was hard for me. So we'll see how it goes. I'm gonna start. Yeah, we're gonna start doing little uh, readings, little um spreads for y'all.
0: Yeah, and maybe even some funny skits. But uh, pay attention. Follow. 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 Um, we heart all of you. Uh, stay safe out there. Um, your magic. You magic,
1: and we out. Take one deep breath. (sighs) (sighs)